Well, welcome back to another episode of the Golf Minded Podcast. It's Ryder Cup week, baby. Ryder Cup week, man. Looking forward to it. Alright KT, welcome back, welcome back. Um, fun week ahead of us. It's going to be a lot of fun, man, Ryder Cup. I get so juiced. Um, USA, baby. USA. Yeah, it's one of those events that um, I, I watch Golf Central. I stay up late. Um, definitely one of the weeks. It's kind of like the Masters for me that um, I'm, I'm constantly watching it, seeing what's going on, seeing what the players are talking about. Definitely looking forward to this week. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So let's talk um, this past week. Let's talk about Max Homa. Um, what a win, dude. Great. I actually picked him earlier this year on the win that he had. And then uh, he won again this week. I mean, he's he's a solid player. Once I knew he got up into contention, I felt there was a good chance just because Maverick McNeely hasn't been there. Right. Um, and it was they were both nervous, and, and he pulled through. It was definitely – I thought it was impressive, though, that Maverick McNeely, after the double bogey on 17, yes. he did eagle 18. So, I mean, he he, gave himself a chance. he had a chance. So, it was definitely pretty impressive. Absolutely, man. So, speaking of Max Homa, he's almost as good at Twitter as he is golf, KT. I'm sure that – I know he's kind of like known for that, but I wanted to kind of run through a couple um, – some tweets that I love so much about him. Um, so, one of them says, um, I'll let you in on a little secret. In Ubers, I lie about what I do so I don't get uh, bombarded with questions. I say I'm a realtor, and for the first time ever, the Uber driver is in the market for a home. And I am so deep in this web of lies. I think I'm actually working for him now. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Like, he's hilarious. Gosh, man. And earlier this year, um, when Dustin Johnson won, or he was playing well, he said, congratulations to Dustin Johnson, my taller, stronger, better looking, and better golfing doppelganger. He is just, dude, out of control. Um, one of the other one that was pretty funny, it says, Tiger passed down his golf gifts to his son, and my dad passed down his um, ape-like arm here to me. <laughs> Genetics really are amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, he's definitely good on Twitter. I mean, I think um, he's got a big following because of that. Right. Well, I want more here, KT. So he said, I'm sitting next to a guy at a bar who just asked the bartender if she's seen any of the famous golfers in here. She said no. He said, I'll take F-list celebrities for a 1,000, Alex. Like, he is just great, man. He, yeah. he is so much fun. So, yeah, I mean, let's switch back over. It's Ryder Cup week, baby. So pumped to, to kind of talk about it and be a part of it, you know. Um, I know we have some guys that are up there that are, you know, kind of basking in some yeah, of that. So. Dustin, Dustin Warren, Michael Baldwin are up there with their uh, wives, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun week for them, obviously. Absolutely. Um, and we even talked about going up there. It's crazy yeah. that we didn't as I'm, close as yeah, it is. I'm ticked. We, we should have. So yeah. Wish it would have lined up better. Right. Um, so one cool thing, man. So all the European players have a number on their bag this week. Did you see that? I did. I think they were talking about, um, yeah. Okay. So, so basically, yeah, uh, Patrick Harrington um, wants all the players to be reminded that they are in a select group to represent their country. They also have an astronaut statue in the locker room, basically to also remind them that, you know, over 500 people have been in space. So that just puts it into perspective that less people have represented, you know, the European team um, than people have been to space. So it's kind of cool. It's a good, you know, strategy. Um, to kind of push those guys and, and, and get them to where they need to go. Definitely. Um, one other thing I did see this this week, KT, um, we can expect big drives from Bryson DeChambeau this week at the Ryder Cup. Don't know if you saw this. So David Bach, a professional or PGA professional at Whistling Straits, 
was on the the Irish course on hole number five, which is a good distance away. He found about a dozen Bridgestone golf balls in the bunker area. So keep this in mind, KT, that the driving range is about 420 yards from that hole. So and they're Bryson's, you know, signature balls. So he was crushing them. So that's yeah. that's a good feel for for USA this week, man. So I'm I'm pretty yeah pretty jacked to see to see them, you know. Come yeah, together, it'll so. it'll be fun to watch. You know the drives. I I think with what he said about him and Brooks Kepka, I'm interested to see if they come together this week and and they put it all aside and oh they're going to and and we win the cup. They're going to. I mean, like I told you, I I think we talked about or alluded to the them on the driving range, just seeing you know Brooks go over there and talk to Bryson. So much fun to see, man. Like you can tell, it's like one of those things like. You can tell they hate each other, but they're putting it aside to really because they want to win too. They want you know USA is on their back this week. It's not Kepka, it's not DeChambeau, it's USA. So right. I really hope, like you said, they pull it together and and make that happen, man. Um, I wanted to run through. So obviously this week, KT, to make it even more exciting, we're on U.S. soil. Um, so I pulled up the Ryder Cup results um, on U.S. soil since 1990 or sorry 1999. Um, so the first in 1999, the uh, at the Country Club, USA won 14 and a half to 13 and a half. Um, 2004 Oakland Hills Country Club, Europe did take the win eight and they actually, they beat us, beat us, um, 18 and a half to, to nine and a half. Obviously, oh eight, we all know in Valhalla, we won 16 and a half to 11 and a half. 2012 at Medina Country Club, number three, um, Europe won 14 and a half to 13 and a half, very close. And then of course, um, 2016, the most recent, um, Hazeltine National Golf Club. USA won 17 to 11. So that was kind of our, our big one here in, in recent past history. Um, hoping to do the same this week. I know that um, we're going to kind of talk picks, but um, I'll go ahead and tell you mine. JT, for sure, man. In this environment, I love watching him play. I did pull the statistics up on him. Um, kind of a performance and a notable team events, per se, for JT. Um, the Walker Cup, he's two. Um, he's won two, um, tied zero, and lost one. President's Cup, he's won six, tied two, lost two. Ryder Cup, he's four and one. So I'm really excited, man. So overall, he's you know twelve three and three. He's our man this week. I think that he is really gonna to bring it. So I think he's the guy on the team that's gonna bring everybody together for sure. Oh, um, I definitely think Spieth was picked for a reason. Oh, um, so I'm interested to see how Spieth does this week. I kind of. Um, got my eye on him and want to see how he does. So absolutely, man, absolutely. Um, so we do have a special guest. If you want to go ahead and kind of get that rolling, um, and bring him in, and let's let's talk golf. Definitely special guest this week. Um, I thought it was a fitting week. Um, we've got um a military guy on this week. Um, he's the son of of one of my good friends. So, um, Chucky, how are you today, man? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Just kind of chilling at work took some time off so i can do this so I, that's one of the nice things about my the job that i have i can kind of make my own schedule so absolutely yeah. chucky absolutely hey, man thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to kind of join us here and, and talk you know golf in the Ryder cup and um let's let's jump in man yeah we 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 thought having you on this week would be fitting with the Ryder cup and and you being military um but before we jump into the Ryder cup and military let's go ahead and get a little background on you um, kind of what, uh, when did you get into golf? What got you into golf and kind of where you're at now? So kind of just start us back when, when little Chucky, uh, started, started playing golf. So, uh, actually my dad, uh, my dad started playing golf. Uh, I think it was right around the time when I was, he was expecting me 
Um, but I actually vividly remember being like a year old um, and watching my dad hit golf balls in our backyard. And it was kind of just from there. And uh, dad got me started. I've had a club in my hand since uh, I was a year old. Um, always, all the time going out with him. Um, you know, my dad's my best friend, man. So, um, you know, anytime he would be like, Hey, I'm going to the course. You want to come with me? And be like, yeah, sure. I mean, even those days that I didn't want to go and he was, you know, yelling up at me in my room, like, Hey, come on, let's go to the golf course. And I was like, man, come on, dude. Like, I don't want to go, but I'm glad that I did. And, uh, then it got to the point where I was bugging him like, Hey, let's go to the course um, right. so I can go play. Awesome, um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, I've been, I've been playing pretty much outside. I've had a club in my hands since I was like a year old. Um, yeah. Yeah. So high school golf team, um, thought about college golf, kind of walk us through, um, like your, your competitive days of high school. And I know you were pretty good then. So kind of just talk about high school golf and, uh, leading up to now that, you know, you maybe play once, once a month. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in middle school, uh, you know, growing up, I was, a you know, I played all different kinds of sports. I was a really big athlete. So, um, you know, I, I played basketball, football, uh, golf, baseball. Um, but, uh, as a kid growing up through my summers, I was kind of going back and forth between golf and baseball. So I was going to play normal baseball season and everything else. And then when I had the time, I was playing golf all the time as well. Well, once I hit like middle school and I moved up to uh, Winchester, our uh, varsity basketball coach, head the head coach, played golf a lot, and we played with him. And my dad was like, you know, good buddies with him. And he had said, hey, you know, Chuck, you need to, you didn't not play baseball in high school. And he's like, our baseball team is trash. He's like, you need to play golf. And because I was kind of making a decision on if I wanted to quit golf and play baseball or quit baseball and play golf. And dad kind of left it up to me and was like, hey, you know, you know, it's your decision, it's your choice, you know, whatever you want to do. So, I took like, honestly, probably like a couple days to think about it. You know, some people probably take a little bit longer, kind of go back and forth. I was just like, you know, I'm a good baseball player, but I'm really good at golf. So I was like, you know what, this could be my last year playing baseball. And then after this, I'm solely focusing on, uh, focusing on golf. So went in, uh, freshman year, uh, I played, um, you know, my freshman year of high school, I did uh, football, played football that year. I played uh, basketball right you know, the following season as well. Uh, and then I was super excited for that spring season to start because in, in Indiana, our, uh, the boys' golf starts in uh, the spring. So had that you know open call, like, hey, whoever wanted to play golf, I went out there, signed up, everything. And then, uh, you know, not really necessarily had tryouts, but it was just, hey, you know, whoever's going to be on the team is going to play had our first practice and then once it came time for our first match uh how we rank your uh pretty much your best golfers is you know whoever's number one and that, that's your best golfer and then uh the, there's the top five guys that are considered the varsity team and starting out i was number three on uh varsity as a freshman um and you know the the coaches knew they they knew me coming up that you know i was a good golfer they weren't just going to immediately give me the number one spot they were like hey you know if you're if you're as good as you say you are and as everybody else says you, you that you are, you know, you'll, you'll eventually earn your spot. So right. probably about three, ma- three matches into the, uh, the season, I was the number one golfer on the team. I was put number one. I stayed there for the rest of the year. Um, we won County as a, as a golf, uh, as a team that year, um, you know, didn't do too bad. Um, 
think I, I averaged like maybe uh, 44, 43, something like that uh, for nine holes. And then I was like low 80s uh, for the for 18. And then um, let's see, my sophomore year, uh, I started out as number three again on uh, the varsity team. And then by you know, a couple matches in, I was put back at number one. Uh, and then that year, I averaged about a 40 uh, on nine and then about uh, anywhere from like a 78 to like 81, 83, or like right around there, just like high 70s, low 80s for 18. Right. Um, we won uh, a county tournament there as well. A kind of cool thing about my sophomore year is in our uh, county tournament, it was uh, so bad uh, that uh, – give me one second. My wife is calling me. Let me send her a message to let her know that I'm doing this podcast now. <laughs> All right, no problem. Uh, um, so it was super bad, uh, like weather. It was like maybe 30 degrees, super windy. I mean, it was like 30 to 40 mile an hour winds, like consistently with like probably 50 mile an hour wind gusts to 60 mile an hour wind gusts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was so bad that we just played our front nine. Um, we played our front nine twice because they had the most coverage with all the trees. Right. Uh, our back nine, like once you get to a back, you know, like 14, 15, 16, all that area, like it's super open. So it would have been like, Kyle, I mean, you played our back nine, you know, number 15, you know, it, it would have been into the wind, you know, there we would have people taken, you'd have been struggling to get uh par, you know, if you'd had par, that's pretty much like making a, you know, a hell of a birdie on that hole. Right. Um, so, and obviously like in high school golf, we play everything, uh, from the tip. So I was making it even longer. Um, but I ended up, uh, going into a playoff, uh, with that guy, uh, with one kid from another school, um, and ended up beating him on the first playoff hold when the, the county tournament individually, nice. uh, um, my junior year though, we went in, it was probably our best, uh, overall team that we had. Uh, we had three juniors, two seniors on the varsity team. Uh, you know, we've been playing together for uh, you know a few years at that point. Um, we had a good season. I think we only lost like two, two, maybe three matches. I, I believe it was only two. Um, we won County again. Um, and then our conference tournament, we, um, won, the actual tournament but i think how they do the conference tournaments in indiana is whoever has the best uh season or best uh, you know uh, wins and losses uh you know versus the people everybody in the conference and so we ended up being like co-champions so like we won that my team actually won the tournament but another school had like the best record in the conference so it was like co-champions almost um and then but on that tournament i won that one individually as well that shot uh 77 uh to win and that was actually a tough course as well um i don't know if you've ever been out to uh the course out in cambridge city i can't remember the name of it um but honestly it's kind of like a goat ranch uh it uh super hot um super long day they almost played it like kind of like a normal pga tournament does where you know they did tee times not a shotgun start so all of the number one players, um, they started off like at the very end. So I was there at like eight o'clock in the morning and I didn't tee off until like one o'clock in the afternoon. So right. it was a very, very long and hot, tiring day. Um, and then 
we went we take we came in third for sectionals that year and we went to regionals as a team um and then uh i played like crap at regionals and uh which our regionals is held at the players club uh here in muncie uh or actually in yorktown uh so beautiful course honestly like i feel like it sets up sets up great for me to shoot well there like i know like i could do it it's just you know kids in high school some you know some kids are able to just always do it uh, you know kind of like how the you know kids in college and pros are and sometimes you just get those kids that like i was one of those where I know I'm a good golfer. I'm solid. You know, I've got a low handicap, but there's just days. It's just like, I, I do stupid stuff that I shouldn't do. Like, you know, flubbing a chip shot, uh, you know, thinning balls, hitting, you know, chunking the ball real bad or whatever. So just doing stupid minor mistakes like that. But, uh, so after the junior year, that was as far as we went. It was regionals. Um, and then I think that year I averaged like 38 or nine. And then I was in like mid, I'm mid to high seventies for my 18 for overall, uh, for, uh, yeah, for 18, like whole tournaments. And then my senior year, uh, we set a new, uh, season record, which still stands to this day. We won 14 wins and one loss, um, and didn't go to regionals. Um, but honestly, the way I was playing throughout the year, I averaged like par for, um, for nine holes. I was in like the mid to low seventies for, um, 18. So, uh, yeah, as you can see from my freshman year to my senior year, I just got better every single year. Right. Um, but I kind of knew that, you know, kind of going to regionals as a team was going to be tough, but <laughs> to get into regionals individually, you needed to shoot like, um, right around 80. If you shot anything in the seventies, you were going to, for sure going to go. Um, and our sectional, um, is held at, um, Hickory Hills over there in farmland. And it's actually, I mean, it's a tough course. Uh, you, know, you got long holes, uh, greens are, uh, the green, some greens are big, some greens are pretty small, but they're very undulated and stuff like that. Tight holes, everything else. So it's not an easy course, but you know, if you put it in the right place, like you can shoot a good score there. Um, and I was like, I was playing great going in the whole entire year and I just stuck it up that day. I remember vividly shooting a solid 89, uh, 19 over, and uh walking off the course going onto my bus knowing that like my season uh in my high school career was over um and then three days later i go out and i shoot a 69 uh for my best round 18 ever and i shoot uh three under there at winchester so uh i was uh kind of like man where the hell is this but you know that's golf uh it happens uh so but after that i um Going out, you know, in between my, you know, high school career, obviously my, I would honestly say most people's dream job that enjoy golf is being a pro golfer. But, you know, you, if you were to ask me growing up, uh, every single time anybody asked me, I told them I was going to be a pro golfer, um, that that's all I ever wanted to do. And, um, you know, as I was going through high school, I had some colleges that were interested and, you know, I had, you know, Ball State, uh, Mike Fleck. Uh, the golf coach, I believe he's still the, the, the golf coach there. Um, you know, he was really good, uh, buddies with you know, our pros over at Winchester. Uh, I talked to him several times and he said that he'd love to have me on his program over there. Um, and then I didn't necessarily get anything from, you know, like coaches per se, uh, you know, from like these other schools, but like Purdue, uh, I got stuff from them to like go there. Um, uh, but you know, I could have like obviously just tried out or something like that, but, 
um, I knew school wasn't for me, man. So I didn't, I didn't really like school. I went to high school just so I could, you know, I did well enough in high school so I could continue playing uh, golf and um, just, you know, kind of do well enough to, to get by. And I got A's, B's, and C's as a, as a student and everything. But I had an older brother who joined the Army um, my junior year or going into my, he was actually going into, he joined my junior year and then he left going into my senior year in the summertime. And, um, talking to him that kind of, as he was in basic training, writing him letters kind of made me think about what I wanted to do actually after high school. And like I said, I knew schooling wasn't for me. Um, then I was a very uh, immature kid. Um, so I knew that, you know, if I were to go to college and, um, you know, professor isn't you gonna care if I show up to class or not. You know how they do in high school. You know, if right. I don't show up, they call our parents and like, hey, you know, where's your where's your son at? Right. You know, do that in college. So I kind of knew that it would have been a waste of money, um, and I would have more likely ended up either dropping out or getting you know kicked out because I'm not going to class or anything else like that. So I kind of you know, was like, you know what, I need to take a hard look at myself and really find out what I want to do. And so that's why I ended up. Um, I went to my brother's basic training graduation and that was in like October of 2011 and a month, month and a half later, I was enlisted into the army. Um, and so going through my whole entire senior year, every time I talk to kids, you know, they're like, Hey man, you know, you're an awesome golfer. You know, you're a senior. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, where are you going to college to play golf? Cause everybody just assumed that I was going to college. And I'll like, say, I'm not going to college at all. Actually, I'm, dr- I'm in the army. I'm leaving for, um, you know, I'll leave for the army in August of next year. And I'm like, wow, really? And I said, yep. So kind of took everybody by surprise. Right. Um, but you know, after I joined the army and I was at my first duty station and I was coming, I was single at the time. Uh, so, you know, I was coming home every single weekend, you know, still playing, you know, I was still holding like a, uh, a two handicap, um, you know, just playing on weekends, but that was every single weekend. So and I was playing multiple times a month. Um, and then I moved down to uh, Texas, um, a couple years into the army, um, and then played a little bit there, not as much, but a little bit less. Um, and then, um, I ended up getting married. So I kind of started spending more time with my wife, uh, and played a little bit less kind of the exact thing when things with life go on, you know, I just start playing less and less, um, I moved to Fort Campbell after being at, uh, which is in Kentucky after a couple of years of being at Fort hood and then, um, played every now and then there. Uh, and then was there three years. Uh, and I played quite a bit, uh, as you know, the longer I was there, I kind of started, um, you know, trying to play a little bit more and more. Um, I would go down to the course that's in Nashville, the Gaylord Opperland, uh, that's next to like the Opperland hotel. Went down there, played a couple times uh, with like a good friend of mine, and then um, every every now and then when I would come home, I would uh, try and play you know once you know once a weekend uh, with dad. And then um, now that I'm home, um, you know, I figured I would try I would be playing more, but honestly, I'm not just because you know I'm married now. See, I've got two kids, another one on the way, so right. And just you know, um, yeah, so. But it's not bad. Like I said, I, I still I get out there when I can. Right. Um, you know, I'm still able to, as you see, I'm still able to play pretty well, you know, with only playing uh, so often. I mean, it's super weird because, um, you know, I've 
been to Afghanistan twice. Um, and, you know, I'm taking those long breaks from playing. And I, was like, my first, I think I remember telling you, I was at my first deployment. I came home, played, um, you know, nine holes, I think, and I shot uh, 34. Oh, wow. Uh, on a nine. Yeah, I was like, I haven't played nine months and I shoot two under. Right. Uh, in my second deployment, I was home. I was gone uh, six months. I come home, play, and I think I ended up shooting like around par. Um, that's amazing, man. And then, and then uh, last year, um, my first round, this is the longest I've ever went without playing. I went 15 months without playing a single mm-hmm. round of golf. And that's, um, yeah, and I shot man. 74. And that, that's, that's crazy, Chucky. And, and so, you know, once again, thank you so much for, you know, coming on the podcast, you know, giving us your time today. We do really appreciate you. And obviously, thank you for your, your service in the military. It's huge. Um, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that that's kind of, you know, helped build your life and, you know, to have those, you know, kids and your wife and everything. That's, that's amazing, man. Still be able to enjoy golf when you can. And it's, you know, still fun. So that's, that's great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Definitely, man. We got, uh, so, so I don't know if you, um, like with your picks before, before we brought you on, as far as the Ryder cup this week, who's the one guy that you're kind of watching this week? Um, Cody picked Justin Thomas. Um, I picked Jordan Spieth. Who's your guy this week that you're going to have your eye on for the Ryder cup? Dude, so I'm about to blow you guys' mind, right? So obviously I listened to you guys' podcast last week. You know, obviously you had explained that Tiger is my all-time favorite golfer. Love him. Uh, anytime that he's playing, I'm watching, right? Sure. So honestly, I don't watch a whole lot of golf anymore than what I used to when I was in high school, when I was uh, you know, first into the Army, a little bit like you know, a couple years in the Army. I was uh, watching, you know, tournaments all the time. Uh, but... So I don't watch a whole lot anymore. Um, so, but I mean, just seeing what the U.S. team has, um, I'd like to see uh, probably DJ see how well he'd play this year. Yeah, no, definitely. He's he's always a good pick in these things, just because um, I think the emotion that comes out of him in the Ryder Cup is is definitely out of the ordinary for the way he plays normally. So he's definitely yeah. a fun the one to watch. Um, other than that, man, we've got a uh, would you rather um, would you rather um, never three putt again or never miss a fairway? Never three putt. And why? And why? Uh, one, I'm usually not in the fairway because I, I spray my driver <laughs> a lot. Um, right. So I'm usually still all right, though, with, um, you know, uh, getting it onto the green, but there are times I am pretty accurate with my driver. But um, three putting because if you can tell me it doesn't matter where I'm at on the green and I'm guaranteed a two putt, um, and I'm already a good putter to begin with. So if you're gonna tell me, hey, you're, you're you've never three putt again, so I know that if I just at least get it on the green and I have a two putt for you know uh, par at worst. And if I'm on and two on a par five, I know I'm walking away with party. So for sure, uh, Def- never, never three put again. Last question: um, What's in the bag? Uh, all right, so I've got a uh, a TaylorMade M3. Uh, it's a ten and a half degree. Uh, I actually got fitted for that uh, back in 2018, um, and I've got it turned down three quarters of a degree, I think, or no, 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 I'm sorry. It's a nine and a half degree turned down three quarters of a degree. So it's at eight, seven, five, and it's got the, uh, Tensai pro white, uh, shaft in it with, uh, I think it's the, the 70 gram, 
uh, shaft. And then uh, I've got the P770 irons uh, from 4-3 Pigeon Wedge. Um, I've got a tailor-made M33 wood with just the the stock um, tensile blue uh, shaft in it. And then, um, honestly, I don't remember my five, or I don't even have a five wood anymore. Uh, the hybrid, uh, data, it was like a tireless, uh, 20, I think it's a tireless 21 degree hybrid that he, uh, gave me. And then I've got, let's see, what is it? <clears throat> a 52 degree, um, Nike, uh, wedge. I think it's, it's like their, their VR wedge. It's bent to 51 degrees. Um, I've got a 56 degree Nike VR wedge bent to uh, 55. And then I've got the tailor made, uh, not the high toe, but one of their, uh, one of their wedges, uh, just a stock 60 uh, degree wedge. Um, the shafts that are in my irons are the KBS, uh, I believe the 130, uh, like extra stiff uh, shafts. And then, um, my putter is a tailor made, uh, I think it's the Juno. It's like their blade putter. Um, right. and that one, it was actually the, the shaft that came in. It was like a 33 inch shaft. Dad had it mm. and he was like, Hey, you know, here's for your birthday. Here you, here you go. And I'm obviously a tall guy. I'm like six foot, six foot one and a 33 inch putter. I'm like breaking my back to bend over. So I took it out to Dick's one day and was like, Hey man, I need you to put a, a two inch extension on this. And so they did threw that on there. I threw just like a, a, a simple like golf pride putter group on it. Um, and then I've ever, I've had that since like 2018 as well. The, nice, man. the only thing about it was, um, I, it felt super light the head felt super light to me. It didn't feel like a heavy feeling and I kind of like a, a heavier feeling putter because I feel like it's, a, it keeps me more online and I feel like I'm going to get a better roll out of the ball. Um, so I took a bunch of lead tape as you've seen Kyle, um, and, uh, a bunch of lead tape, put it on the back of the face of the putter and then down on the, uh, you know, that little, uh, I don't know what the hell you call it, but, um, yeah, the, the flame bottom side, not on the bottom side, but the, the lip of the putter yeah. as well to add a lot of weight. Uh, so I threw a bunch of pieces of what on there and I feel like ever since I've been uh, rolling it pretty good. Awesome, man. Yeah, awesome. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. And giving us a little bit of your time. Yeah. We're yeah, going no to, uh, we're going to wrap it up, man. And, uh, we appreciate it. And, uh, thank you for your service, um, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. hopefully get out and play again soon. And, uh, have a good day, man. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you guys, and thanks for having me on anytime. No for problem. Sure. Thanks. See you, Chucky. Later. Such a great guy, man. So cool to have him on and kind of hear his past and his, you know, accolades that he's kind of gone through to get to where he is. Definitely. Um, it's cool to have. I mean, I think with the Ryder Cup week, him being military, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's crazy kind of his story about how he got into the military and kind of thinking back to my brother. Um, you know, when, when those guys decide that's what they want to do, man, that's, that's where they go. And, um, it's, it's good, man, because without, without people volunteering to join the military, um, you know, I, I don't know what, what it would be like our country. So I'm definitely glad to have him on. And, um, you know, thanks everyone that's listening. If you've served, thank you so much, you know, for serving and, you know, protecting this country. So, Hey man, before we jump off, I want to run through, I have three that I kind of ran together here. Um, Basically, pairings, like USA team, pairings that we never got to see. Tell me your opinion on these. 
Um, so obviously the first one, Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods. How amazing would that have been? Um, as a team sport, because I know Tiger's not the best at, at the team side of it. You know what I mean? Could you imagine him and Jack just literally ripping through people? I think that would be absolutely amazing. Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, I think that would be ideal. I would love to see even um, Arnie and Tiger. I so think. that was one of my other ones. Arnie, I was going to actually put Arnie with um, Phil Mickelson. I think the lefty and the king, I just think that would be so much fun to watch, man. And then I had Paul Azinger and Justin Thomas. Yeah, think, They would tear it up. Yeah, I, think I think that would be so much fun. Obviously, the groupings we have now, they're going to be fun. It's going to be a blast to watch, you know, throughout this weekend. But, yeah, I mean, I just, I just wanted to run those past you. I forgot about that. So, yeah. Um, um, for everybody listening, um, we're, we're actually canceling the uh, Golf Minded Open um, that was scheduled for October 9th. Um, we're not going to do it. We're going to look to have something in the spring. So, if you were planning on um, playing, I apologize. But um, we just couldn't get enough committed for the golf course, you know, the, the time frame that they needed us to commit. So we'll look to start, you know, get something sooner, maybe uh, get people locked in. But um, we won't be doing that. Um, we have some events coming up from um, some Indiana events that we're doing. So stay tuned for those. For sure, stay tuned. Um, and and looking forward to watching the Ryder Cup this week. And um, that's all I got this week. Perfect. So. Yeah. So do keep an eye out. We got some fall gear coming in, especially some uh, some really cool head covers that are coming through. Um, so keep an eye out for them. Um, just kind of, you know. Pay attention to the Instagram feed, Facebook feed, and just, you know, keep an eye out. We'll be doing some giveaways and things of that nature as well. Um, but yeah, we're, we're stoked and, um, you know, definitely moving in the right direction. Um, don't forget if you haven't, um, you know, please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you are, we're there too. Um, for your, you know, long road trips or just want to put us on the speaker at the golf course, relax your mind, have some fun. Um, and enjoy it, man. Other than that, it's once again, it's Ryder Cup week, baby. I know we didn't touch a lot on the Ryder Cup, but hey, it's USA all the way. That's what I always say. Uh, three rhymes in a row. Definitely. Um, and, so, yeah. yeah, I appreciate it, man, and uh, look forward to it. And we'll see you guys next week. See you.